it's lights out and away we go. What's up, guys and girls? And welcome back to the GTUK F1 podcast. I'm joined by David. Hey everyone, we finally made it. We are at the final. Yeah. <laughs> the final which I actually didn't see much of. <laughs> um, I must admit, can I move to close here? I fell asleep through parts of it. What, the race? Yeah, I don't think it was a boring. I think I was just been tired or something, but... Ah. I saw bits and pieces, but yeah, so... so all I really saw was quality and then most of the race. Obviously, I, uh... It's quite weird because I look back at my notes. Uh, obviously, I did see FP2, and yeah, that was pro it was quite interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mess up on my own spelling, even in my own notes. But hey ho. <laughs> Why do you think you're just speaking for a living rather than writing, folks? <sighs> well, yeah, and sometimes I can't even do the speaking part. But you know, well, that's also true. But I wasn't going to say that. I mean, Abu Dhabi was what I was kind of expecting. And... Abu Dhabi's weird. It's a circuit that promises greatness and then seems to somehow often fall short of the mark. I mean, obviously, we had the fantastic 2021 Abu Dhabi, which, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to mention that now just so the Hamilton fans start throttling already. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly... I know Abu Dhabi pay a lot of money to be season finale or final, whatever, of the rest of the season. I think it's time to let somebody else have the season final. Where would you pick, though? Um, I kind of, I, it, weirdly enough, I would put probably Jeddah at the end. Yeah, there, yeah. You've also got to watch because the thing is, it's not as simple as just. Oh, we know. You've got to think about weather and stuff and. And money. Well, <laughs> if, even taking the money aside, if, if you assume every circuit would be willing to pay you, like you couldn't make Spa the final race of the year. No, no, no. Because chances are you'd probably be doing it in snow. See, you couldn't even. You can't even put Vegas. I even put Vegas at the last race of the season because look at the trouble Vegas caused this year. Mm. The cold weather, the time, you know. I also will give Vegas credit, you know, first ever year, so we give them some leeway that. You know, the first ever time we've done it, we'll learn for next time. But yeah, the weather, I think stuff like the weather, you don't think about it, but it makes such a big difference. You couldn't have Sao Paulo. I mean, Jesus Christ, look what happened at Sao Paulo mm. this year. Yeah, most of England would be far. Most of Europe would be on the wrong side of the weather. Yeah. So you're looking at the, the Arab states, for want of a better term. Oh. Well, you're looking, yeah, you're looking like UAE Somewhere side. Like or... Australia, perhaps, but they quite like being early in the season, I think. Well, they used to have season opener. Yeah, I mean, Bahrain would probably be a reasonable shout, but 
barring, they announced season opener. Barring like the season opener, don't they? So, I mean, I don't know, honestly. I just, I like I said, I like Abu Dhabi, but it's. I may be controversial here, but I don't think the changes a couple of years ago have actually made it any better. Getting rid of the chicane in before the first tight turn. And yeah. Of, I honestly don't think they've improved the, improved the circuit. I think, if anything, they might have taken away a little bit. Mm, do you want anybody to blame for that one, then? <laughs> Why are you bringing it on? Well, you can you could put the blame on Karun. He had a hand. He had a hand in the redesign. I just, I don't know. Just to me, it seemed better when you had those extra braking areas, the extra. Can I say, in theory, it should be a circuit with a lot of overtaking, and it's a lot of tight, slow bends after long straights. But it's not. I don't think. Well, we had no retirements. Did we even get a yellow flag? No. No, it was another one of those just start to finish runs. I mean, we had more yellow and red flags in FP2. That mm. was the only one out of the entire weekend. Yeah, you lost the talk of super practice because unfortunately I saw none of them because obviously we were back to reasonable times of year. So I missed... I did manage to catch up on FP1, but FP1 was a bit blase and nothing like a lot happened. You know, it's the usual. No, still more happened than Vegas FP1, though, let's be fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> then practice two, there was about what eleven min minutes into it, something like that, and signs drops it at turn three. Quite a lot of damage as well from what I saw in the pictures. Yep. He ended up in the barrier. <laughs> the session got red flagged. I'm thinking, oh well that's, that's a re that's, that's a record. That's like two minutes less than Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Science, the same person who calls it like a Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like... The guy's just bad juju at this point. And then, you know, they're going to get going. There was a bit of argy-bargy bullshit in the... In yeah, the... I saw that with Max on the main lead. There was a rule eventually made that there was to be no overtaking in the pit lane. In the tunnel. Which I've always, I've, this, I never liked it. I think I've talked about it in the past. But this goes back. This goes back to what I said about <laughs> consistency again. One minute mm. they brought the rule in, it gets done at another circuit. They change the frigging rule. <laughs> you know, it wasn't clear cut. Mm. So, you know, it's. They need to take a damn good look at themselves this now and realise well, anyway, how... Anyway, I want to quit it FIA run, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, but they do. They need to take a damn good look at themselves and realise what, like, this season, how much of a fuck-up it's been for them at times and how much of the inconsistency has been. I mean, hell, I'm going to say it. You know, if things are this bad, bring back fucking Michael Massey. Bring him back. <laughs> now I'll get the Hamilton fans forming. Now there's a comment I never thought her come from you. I wanted him back. I wanted Michael Massey back after the 
when they decided that they were going to go to the free direct race director things. Hmm. When they did the free, I'm thinking it's, it's well, not actually, going to I, I was still fully expecting it to be three every race, not just three when they felt like it. And then it went down to one. And he's probably about as useless as a cock flavored lollipop. Nice dodgeball reference there, I'll give you that. <laughs> but there was some... Not, not the quote I particularly like, but I know you can use the quote I particularly like. Yeah, I couldn't use the <laughs> one that, you know. <laughs> um, but honestly, it's just been an almighty shambles from the FIA this year. Probably the biggest shambles since oh, last year. And... You know, so the session got reason got going again. Then Hulkenberg decides, oh, I'm going to light up the tires on the first corner, spin it, and bang it into barrier. I didn't think he didn't. I oh, I thought he didn't actually crash. From what I heard, he just stopped. Otherwise, he binned it. Yeah, he binned it. He basically tried to light the rear tires up, spun, put the back end in the barrier, and. The car stopped, and um, another red flag. And it was just like, I get it. Because of the fact of, you know, they've been rushing out, not properly doing the tyres, cold tyres. You know what it's like when you, re you light up your tyres, don't you? Oh, yeah. And basically that's what happened. And, yeah, I mean... Practice free. It's just the whole usual, you know, blase. There was more excitement in the F2 than there was. <laughs> and. I never, I never saw that either, unfortunately, but. So. I don't know where I, when I heard it. I can't remember if it was qualifying or if it was in the race, but apparently vowels. Or you know James Vowles, like William Tim Principal, yeah. is going to make the decision on Sergeant after the season. So it's going to be any time now until the point of testing. Yeah. So it's any time from when the season finished, which was Sunday. About eighty-eight days he's got, or less. To make his isn't it about eighty nine days till the season kicks off again? Ninety something, isn't it? Something like that. Anyway, uh, last I heard though, he was no, no, it was still the one unassigned one, wasn't it? Yeah, he's the only unassigned driver basically. There's only what one. Do you, what do you think? Do you reckon he'll be back next year or what? Isn't Vowles ex-Mercedes? Yeah, he was. I mean, will he be ruthless? That's the thing. Will he Will he be ruthless and say no? He's got to do what's best for the... You've got to think what's best for the team, haven't you? The thing is, Albon proved that that car's actually not as bad as a lot of us gave it credit for. The Williams unfortunately failed to follow that, and the trouble is, you're he, almost at the same position that you got with Stroll in the Aston Martin. The big difference is there's a reason why Stroll keeps his job. 
Yeah, but I'm so I'm sorry, but I, am I know what you're about saying. I I and I honestly agree with you, but was... Stroll's time's done. Okay, he yes he is he he has improved, but in ways. I, but then I get, get Mick into that car. He's gone backwards. Get Mick. Yeah. Well, which one? The Williams or the bloody Merc? Uh, the Williams or the Aston Martin? Aston. I think Aston alongside Alonso. I suppose he could learn. He could learn. He could learn some things from Alonso. That's that's what I'm thinking. Game alongside Alonso in that Aston. Let him shadow him for a year or two. Mm. And then as for the Mer, as for the Williams, um, whoever won the F2 this year. Uh. I don't think that would happen. I mean, if they're tied to another team, but just somebody from the F2 into the Williams. And start getting because the fact that you've got Porsche, it was Porsche that won the uh, championship. Ryan, is he tied to? He is tied. Oh, is he Aston Martin? I mean, I guess in his own Merc ecosystem. Got to say, is Porsche. I'm gonna have to just quickly fact check. This is he. I'm just wondering. Is he? No, I don't think he is Aston Martin actually because. Is he Sauber? Because I know he was doing... The thing is, like I say, if he was Aston Martin, then I wouldn't be worried, because Aston he's Martin not, would mean he's a Mercedes engine, which means yeah, he could go... Yeah, it's Drogovic that's Aston Martin, isn't it? Well, drag him into the Williams, then. Hmm. I mean, you could do, I suppose, but I'm just wondering if... I'm just trying to find out if Porsche had any... Anything well, who did he race for in 22, then, to win the championship with? Oh, an F2? Yeah. Uh, he was with... Oh, God, he was with... I can't think who... Was he with, bloody... That's not helping. I need to find it. Pocha, Pocha, Pocha... Is with... No, he's not with Dams. Is he... God, there... There we go. He's with A-R-T. Right. Which is French base, so I'm technically thinking he is Alpine. Probably. He's French. The both the both of their drivers for AIT are French. Well both drivers for Alpine are French. Yeah, that got that was getting a bit spicy. <laughs> Won't be the first time those two have fallen over each other, let's be honest. Mm. 
So, qualifying? Qualifying I did see, yeah. Qualifying... Obviously, signed straight out in Q1, maybe the crash and the lack of... No. The lack of running time hurt them a little bit. Every the problem was everybody had had a strange um, runnings, really. Mm. Nobody did long runs. Yeah, well, like I say, the, a lot of the sessions got cut and various things. It just didn't happen, did it? You know, stuff ends up getting. Yeah, ART is Alpine. So it's part of their power arm. I mean Yeah, Quali was just weird. Weird, yeah, weird yes and no in some ways. It was I mean, am I the only one who let out quite a big laugh when Russell knocked Hamilton out at Q three? Oh no. Oh no. I, a big smile came across my face. I did quite I did quite enjoy of all the people to do it, I did quite enjoy that one. The fact that he was his own teammate. Yeah. Mm. Kind of gutty for Perez not to make Q3, but I knew there was a good chance he'd make a lot of it back in the race. Yeah. And we, I think we saw a final sort of resurgence from Yuki. Maybe a little late, but... Maybe a little late from Yuki, but... Yeah, no, Yuki... Uh... I think it just Yuki did just didn't want to get outshone by Ricardo, if I'm honest. Mm. But like I said, knowing that Danny Rick was had that contract, I still think it should have been Liam Lawson. But hey, huh? Don't get me wrong, Danny Rick did. Yeah, well, well as he says, like I, you know, I largely agree with you on a lot of these things. It's I mean, let me get the, you know, I've done the usual trick where I've been looking at something else and I should, looking at my notes and I should have had the qualifying thing page up in front of me. I mean, fair play to McLaren. Oh, yeah. McLaren, like I said, McLaren have to have some kind of recognition of the sheer amount of progress they made this season. Hmm. From where that car started, which was, let's be honest, a joke. Oh, yeah, it was. To where it finished, where it was a... I mean, it won a race. Okay, it was a sprint, but it still... It still counts. Did Logan... What happened to Sergeant? Oh, yeah, that's, of course... I was going to say, what happened to Sergeant? But it was track limits that screwed Sergeant over. Yeah. Not once. <laughs> but twice. Was it Crofty that said, I think that might be the final nail in the coffin? Something like that. Somebody one, said it. Somebody come up with some comments. I mean... Where the hell was Alf? Where was the Alfa Romeos? 
They just the weren't al- there. Yeah, the Alphas have sort of had that season where they've shown odd moments of brilliance, but largely it's not been a great. Yeah. Now, have Alpha and Male largely stopped developing, knowing that they're out the end of 25 anyway? Well, the t- Are we starting to see a slowdown? Well, Alpha and Male is out. Yeah, because he's becoming the Audi team. Well, they bowed out at the end of this year. I thought it was. I thought the Audi didn't kick in till twenty five, allegedly not six. The engine, yeah. Technically, he's never had an Alfa Romeo engine. It's always been a Ferrari engine. Yeah, but no, the I can't remember if it was this year or next year, but I believe Alfa Romeo is bowing out. Yeah. We've got a couple of, we've got Ford coming in with Red Bull. We've got Audi coming in with Sauber. It's a good time for the F1, for engines, for new manufacturers coming in. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's Alpha Romeo Sauber, isn't it? Is it? At the moment, yeah. Yeah. Alpha Tower is getting its name changed. Yeah, they haven't fully revealed what yet, but it's to do with the sponsors, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, OnlyFans Red Bull coming next year. I mean, the shock of the shock of the uh, qualifying as well. We're seeing signs go up. But I said, yeah, signs out in Q1. Like I say, is that lack of running? Is that with being in the car early and lots been, of time? Yeah, I think that was it with him being in the car and they were struggling for setup there. You know. I mean, okay, Daniel Ricciardo for Q2, Albon, Q2, Stroll, Q2, Ocon, Q2, Hamilton, Q2. Mm. And Gasly was driving the ass off the car. Perez, well, I don't know if that was just some poor setup choices by Perez, a poor setup choice by Perez or what. Yeah, I've no idea the car. We've got the same. If you remember at Vegas, he suffered a little bit because the car just wasn't quite set up right. Mm. You know, you had the likes of one Haas. <laughs> one Haas into Q3. The Haas holes made it for the last time of the year, eh? Hmm. Alonso down in seventh, Yuki in sixth. Now, like I say, Yuki, I think that was just a statement as well, just to obviously outdo Danny Rick, but to basically show mm. Franz Tost. Cause and also, we should take a second to mention there, Franz Tost's last race. It was his last race. Yeah. Whether you particularly knew his name or not, if you're into F1, a lot of the drivers we have on that grid came through him. Max. Max is a big one, but a lot of them. What he brought through Red Bull's junior program. Yeah, exactly. Max, Yuki. Uh, you get the likes of Vettel through him as well, wouldn't you, back in the day? I believe so. There was others. You know I think. Did, oh, yeah, this year, did anybody Ricardo or not? Danny Rick as well. 
No, he started in Menardi before he went over to Red ah, Bull, right. didn't he? See, if you remember, he got about third in Australia in a Menardi. Mm. But, yeah, basically, I mean, I would say over the last few years, Red Bull have been the most active in bringing young people into the sport. Yeah. That's the reason the whole Alpha Tower team got set up, or as it was back then, Toro Russell. I mean, I'm telling you what, if they broadcast the F1 Academy in 2024 on Sky, I will be watching it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you know why. Yeah. And for those that don't, Leah Block is at Williams. Not that. Bring back the bring back the esports onto the main channel. That was fun. They've been showing the esports on the on the F1 YouTube. Yeah, we'll bring it back onto the actual channel yeah, like during lockdown. We have more fantastic Johnny Herbert moments. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no qualifying was just what it is. About like I say, apart from the two upsets, was like. You know, signs going out in Q1 and, well, not so much of a upset of Hamilton going out in Q2. But... <laughs> Hamilton and Perez missing Q, because Perez didn't quite make, oh no, he made Q3, but got his time deleted, didn't he, and got put back to... Yeah. You know, it was what it was. I mean, for Russell to knock Hamilton home, which oh, is I, like... I enjoyed that. Was just like, wow, okay. I did enjoy that. And... You know, then we just get on to the race, and I don't know. It just, I just, I honestly don't feel there's a lot to talk about. There isn't. That's the problem. Like I say, I mean, as I said at the beginning, I fell asleep during parts. I mean, I'm not saying that because I said it was particularly boring. I don't know. It's just this is me of recent years, old age, catching up with me a little bit sometimes. It just, it just wasn't. But. Like I say, no yellows, no safety cars, not a lot of overtaking. Okay, we had a minor attack from Leclerc at the start. And I, then just... I will get onto Leclerc as well later on. And then it was just business as usual, you know. I mean, I will say, and I've said this before, but whether you like Max or not, whether you enjoy this era of domination, which I don't. I do. You've God, you've got to admire. He was the only driver who did who finished every single race this year. Yeah, he finished every single lap. He won sort of like eighty-five percent of the races. He led that, over a thousand laps. He's that led... level of perfection, and there is no other word for it, is not that often seen in sport. No, for that car. To complete every single lap of that season. No mechanical problems. No crashes. Not get run into by anybody else. Well. The chances. The amount of sheer situations that that has had to go the right way. Is quite frankly mind-blowing. Well, he did have a slight. Have we we ever had another another season where somebody finished every single race? Everyone for Crofty's fact, Crofty's stat man, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I don't know how to start googling that one to look it up, but maybe back in the year when we only had three races in the season or something like that. Well, 
Max did, he had the a gearbox issue, but it didn't, it wasn't a, wasn't enough to cause him too many issues, shall we say. Okay, there have been nine occasions where a driver has recorded no times during the season. And only two where a driver completed every single lap in a season. There's been what? Nine and two? There's been nine recorded no retirements. Right. Now, this article's from 2019. Yeah. So, I don't think it's... Um, Dan Gurney in 1961. Yeah. Completed everything race. Richie Ginter in 64. Michael Schumacher in 2002. And here's the curveball. In 2008, Nick Heidfeld. But it hell. There's a name I wouldn't have expected to see on this list. Mm. Not anything against Nick Heidfeld. But as far as I'm aware, the guy never had many sort of wins or championships to his name. He never won a championship, as far as I can recall. No, but if he's completed, if he completed every race, then, you know. Kimi Raikkonen in 2012. Good old King Kimi. Max Chilton in 2013. Hmm. <laughs> Your old mate, Danny Rick in 2016. Yep. Hamilton in 17. Hamilton in 19. Science in 21. Yeah. Mm. And apparently Gio Vance, nearly did the same in 21, but retired at Abu Dhabi. Mm. 2021 Abu Dhabi. Oh, what a great race that was. <laughs> You're just rubbing salt in the wounds here now. <laughs> anyway, so that's actually more than I thought, to be honest with you. Yeah, and... So, yeah, the race was a bit blase. Then we had the incident. We had the little bit of an incident between Perez and Norris. Yeah. Which mm. I thought it was, it was kind of clumsy. Was it really worth a penalty? I'm not entirely sure. Yes, but the problem was, could Norris have kept it on the bloody track? That's the thing. Yeah. Could Norris have kept it on the track? Possibly given what well, it would have been pushing. But it's... That's the thing. It's... You know, some of them were saying, oh, no, Perez isn't going to get a penalty, but then he ends up getting the penalty. Which was a bloody shame. Yeah, well, it, it, it's not been any like, real championship adjustment. In, no. I think he still got second. He did. Sainz got screwed by strategy. Ferrari strategy at their finest. Yeah, I mean, I've watched you play F1 manager. I think you should have offered your services to them. Let's be honest, I don't think you could do a lot worse. I probably couldn't. 
what the? I, I get it. They were banking on a safety car from previous day, you know, from previous years. You know, there's a forty percent chance of a safety car. But what? what they screwed him royally, mm. and they pitted him far too late. Far, far, far too late. Oh yeah. And that hurt him because he basically Sainz started 16th. He finished 18th. That It was just like, what the hell? Yeah. But the only thing I don't understand is I look at the results page here and it's showing Carlos as a DNF. Under race results, but there was no retirees. I was going to say yes, unless he pulled the car on the last lap. But I can't recall him doing that. Don't know, but according to that, obviously Bottas and Magnussen got lapped. According to the results, Carlos got DNF'd. They didn't. wasn't a disqualification. It was just classed as a did not and finish. I'm leading here. Wait me one second. Well, while he's reading, I know most of you are amazed that I can't. You are. I know most of you are amazed that I can, but. And it's like, yeah, what the what? <laughs> now, literally, I'm on the F1, the Formula One dot com site, so the official. Yeah. And literally, science rules very disappointing end to season after finishing outside of points. Yeah, he finished outside of the points. So I don't understand. I don't understand why they've got him down as a DNF. No, I can't get it because everything here makes it look like he finished. He did finish. That was the weirdest thing. I don't know though. Unless there's been a mistake there, but. I don't know. Um, give me two seconds and keep this roll and rolling. Okay. Well, let's uh... just keep going. All right. <laughs> so yeah, that I don't know what I'm going to say. Really, just going to the end of the season, as I have already said about the sheer dominance of the Red Bull. Like I say I must say I'm not the biggest fan. I would much rather see a closer fight, but see what next year brings where you know we're still a couple of years away from big regulation changes that will be a shake up because it always is but we had such a topsy-turvy god I recall us at the first couple of races talking about the possibility of an Alonso win because that Aston Martin came out the blocks like a bat out of hell and then I don't know if it necessarily went backwards, but just I think everyone else caught up and just left it a little floundering. Then, of course, we got the McLaren resurgence. Now, that has been great to see. Oscar has been brilliant. Oscar, getting that sprint victory was absolutely brilliant. Say, so, gutted he wasn't Lando. I'm still gutted that Lando's not managed to get his win. Well, got away. I mean, Another Australian teammate. He's no chance for a while, has he? 
Always a bridesmaid, never the bride. That's what I always say, isn't it? And you, you said it yourself, even Crofty started using that one. Mm. It's true, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the poor guy's been so close on so many occasions. And he just never seems to quite work out. No. But I was just going through a few things. I was saying like how you know, we had Aston Martin start off great, die off. McLaren went the other way. Ferrari at times looked strong, but always seemed to just, they seem to unravel themselves. That's the issue. Yeah. You know, they seem to, as you said, it was tragicals. I don't, and I know it's easy to sit here outside of the bubble and say, well, you got that wrong. You got that wrong. You could have done that better. But these are very intelligent people paid a downside more than me and you. Yeah. And they're supposed to know what they're doing. Some of those calls this year have just looked... I get sometimes you roll the dice. You do things differently. Heck, you've watched me on the game roll dice and do something different. Mm. But I've always got a basis in logic when I do it. Yeah. I'm always a little bit like... i always got a good inkling that that's going to work. It's not just a... I'll take some wets on now. Let's see what happens, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, no, I just don't. Go on, sorry. Well, it's not just Ferrari. I mean, you know, it's like you say, Aston Martin. I think I think a lot of Aston Martin was we know they got that update wrong mid-season. Yeah. And but I just think a lot of that also was they they made a massive leap forward through winner. They did massive leap. Yeah. But then the other teams, just don't forget, every team is constantly moving forward. I just think after that massively, they struggled to maintain that pace. Whereas all the other teams then developed up to and, in fact, passed them. Yeah. Like I say, for the first three or four races, me and you were sat there discussing the possibility of an Alonso win. Yeah, I know. And we were quite confident it was going to happen. And it didn't. No. None of us would have sat there and I wonder what odds you would have got on the start of the season for Piastri to get a win this season. Oh. After the first couple of races, the way that McLaren was performing. Oh. You'd have owned the bookies by the time you'd finished. Yeah. If you'd have if if you'd have had you know if you'd have had some money on a Piastri and a win. Oof. Oh yeah. And you know, okay, Perez has had a kind of good season, but then also not a good season. And then... He's not shunned himself in the glory that I know he's capable of. No. He, that he's... we all know he's capable of. Yeah, it, it's, been, it's been a bit weird. And, you know, it's just like, okay, yeah, insult to injury for Perez after Abu Dhabi as well, which he made some comments on the in-lap about the FIA. And about I the... saw that, and apparently he got another we got a warning for it, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And it's but like... I'm surprised. I'm surprised Max never got anything for that. Send them my regards about the penalty at Vegas. Because that's basically him saying he realises the penalty meant nothing. And if I'd have been the FIA, he'd have been slapped with a fine for that one. Yeah. And I mean, Max has got a... Max... going to say this, but Max has gone away with a, quite a fair bit this year. At times. Yeah, but all these people who said we were bullshitting when we said Hamilton got away with the world. It's... it's... <laughs> yeah. But, okay, one of 
the, the incidents yet again was FIA fucking up and they held their hands up to that. But, yeah, Max did get away with quite a lot this this uh, this season. He if I'm got away with There was also half a time where the penalties clearly aren't quite fit for Like a five second penalty means nothing when the car can romp away by a minute. Yeah. But why. Maybe some of these penalties need to be looked at. What I enjoyed towards the end was Leclerc. Backing down to try and get Perez, try and get Russell clear to try and get Perez clear. Yeah, Perez clear, so Russell didn't get the. That's the sign of somebody who is so, despite the fact he's manhandling this monster round a track at two hundred miles an hour, he's got the mental capacity to do the maths and figure that one out. I mean, bloody hell! Yeah, I you just know, say what you say what you say about him. He's obviously. Damn intelligent. Well, the thing is, it come across the radio, and I was like, "Did I just actually hear that right?" And then next minute, and then I'm what I just say, and then I'm watching the time chart, and I'm watching the time between him and Perez slip, and I saw Perez get past him. Yeah, and I'm like, he's bloody doing it. It's like fair play, Charles. Fair play. I mean, yeah, you're playing the game. You I'm... are playing the game, but it was just a shame that Perez just couldn't have got his ass moving. Well, it wasn't that. Pe- um, Leclerc didn't want to back down too much to end up too close to Russell because if he'd have been too close to Russell and he'd have got his timings wrong potentially he could have been ended up behind Perez as well well yeah but it wasn't I mean just... Leclerc could have backed off more and could have literally just become a block, roadblock yeah but then he would he had to be careful because he didn't want to get himself in trouble for a hmm because I'm, but, you know, you know, there's only so much he would have been able to defend before yeah. he'd have got called up on that. Mm. I mean, that was brilliant from Leclerc. I mean, <laughs> fair play. Oh, it's to amazing. Him. Oh, it's amazing. It just shame it just didn't quite work. No, I've said it before. Leclerc has. If you cut Leclerc in half, he's got Ferrari through him like a stick of rock. He loves the whole. Hmm. That's why I'm saying, despite what's happening, I can't see him ever moving teams, because I think he just—I think he—he he wants that championship with Ferrari. But is it going to come? Ah, you—the Ferrari. I'm not a Ferrari. I'm not a Ferrari fan. However, I understand what Ferrari means in F1. Yeah. And they've got to get back up to them kind of levels. They have to, especially when they won Le Mans this year. Hmm. When Giovinazzi and the co and Ferrari, yeah. you know, to me, whoever strategized Le Mans, get them in the friggin' F1. I mean... Because they can clearly make a car work. You know, don't get me wrong. Unfortunately, I didn't get... And I'm going to just quickly put this out there. I didn't get to vote on driver of the day no i didn't because i didn't watch the race live unfortunately i watched it a couple of hours behind i watched it live i just completely forgot to vote no i i started watching it about four o'clock because i was busy in the afternoon yeah no i, I hadn't heard the results or anything i managed to keep myself clean would you like to know who driver of the day was for abu dhabi i know yuki yuki i don't know where that came from i know where that came from because of 
he just I it's basically he just had a stellar yeah drive from where cuz you know okay Yuki started 6 and by the time it all finished he ended up 8th yeah you know he'd only lost a couple of places but or a place yeah. two places whatever but it was the fact that he wasn't tumbling back down the order. Yeah. You know, I think because it was just, it just had such a stellar drive. And that's what that was for. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was just, yeah. I mean, yeah, fair play to Yuki to get it. Made a change from novice, didn't it? Yeah. The London Noise fan club seemed like they had a lock on that drive with the dailies for a while. Mm. <laughs> I expected, honestly, though, I expected someone like Charles to get it or, you know, Charles. Max or something like that. Yeah, not when I saw, because I didn't see, because they didn't actually, I don't know if they showed it up on screen who driver of the day was. It did. Did it? Uh, I missed yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. I missed that bit then. So I was just, you know, I went onto the whole vault page and I had a look and it was like, you know, your driver of the day, Yuki. I was like, yeah, I can see that. I can see why. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, it was just, I'm going to give my final thoughts to this race now. I think I've been made mine clear through what we've said, so... Not a great race, certainly not no. one for the ages. And um, well, I'm looking forward to 2024 as always. New possibilities. And I just want to, once you've given your thoughts for the race, I've got a couple of closing questions I'd like to ask you. Oh, can we do the closing questions towards the end? Because there's one more thing we need to do after well, that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. There's one more thing we need to do before that. Um,. And basically, my yeah, my thoughts were it was an okay race, wasn't the most thrilling, wasn't really gripping, you know. Yeah, we've had more exciting races. And oh uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's get this bit out of the way first, shall we? <laughs> so for those. That obviously, if you've been listening and regularly and following, you know, you know, we do the Formula One official Formula One Fantasy League on the official site. And I'm having a look at uh, David's points here. I'm looking at your team because I wasn't revealing the entire thing yet. Right, okay. At least you didn't get any negatives. Which was a good oh, so yeah, thing. No negatives. I didn't get any negatives. Well, I say our team were very similar. I mean, you took it by the way. You took, well, you took that race as well. I did, but I don't know understand why I took that race. You had no negatives. Good. Po- 
Why did I take that? Why did I get the... Oh. Well, yeah, why Alonso? I think Alonso's the difference between our teams. Because you've got... Because you had Max and... Perez, didn't you? Max Perez, Norris, Piastri and Zhao. Red Bull and Williams. Whereas I had McLaren. Because Max got fastest lap, didn't he? Yeah. So what? Something's weird that for me to get 307. Mm. I mean, Alonso did six overtakes in the race. Norris did six. Guan Yu Zhou did eight. So that got me ten. And... Oscar did six. <laughs> Still can't quite work out why. The end result is you, congratulations, you won it. I think you led the entire season. I did. I've, I, honestly, I've not. Just watch out next season, because like I've said, we'll be doing it again and we'll be coming for you. I mean, Alan was close. Mm. I was third. Yeah. Like I say, one team only next year. Yeah. And as we've said before in the past, folks, if there's one frame, please let us know. Comment, let us know. We'll put one open that you guys can be involved with as well. Yeah. We'd like to have the one we just does to make it easier for us to... Do this. ...to work on. But if we can have a fans and viewers team league, which will be in as well, Yeah. and then we'll see which one of you can get the highest up the list, whether one of you can beat us... Which, if Chris is the best we've got, isn't a very high guard. Really? <laughs> Says Mr. Sitting in third position there. I know, trust me. Yeah, but... In this, I, I, the feel, I feel like I've just lost a game of darts to Mr. Magoo. I still feel that, I still feel the entire fantasy thing needs, needs a little bit of tweaking on certain points. I've told you, I still think you get way too much money. I have way too strong a team. That team is way too strong. Well, my team's strong. No, but in general, I think you'd have... I can't remember what the total was, but take like $10 million off it. So you've got to actually start making choices. The cost? I don't even can't remember the cost cap now. Well, basically, I've got four of the top six drivers in my team, I would say. Yeah, you have. And I just don't think you should be able to do that. I don't think the money should allow that. But, you know, that was just... It was... Uh... It was an interesting little experiment, but yeah, like we say, if you guys want to get involved, then you know, comment and let us know, and we'll set up. Yeah, we'll set up another one. Obviously, as soon as we can set a new league up. In fact, that's the thing. This year, it was quite a late decision to do it last, this season, wasn't it? Yeah, as soon so as for we... next season, we can go into it a bit more prepared. Yeah, as soon as we set a new league up, then you guys can obviously come and join us. You know. Just say if you're interested, and then once we get it 
up, then we'll also put a a link in around on like social media and stuff like that, so people yeah. can obviously get involved in it. And it'd be quite interesting to see who wins next year. Now, next year could be yeah. completely different because, oh yeah, you know, there'll be a chance that I probably won't win next year's just for the fact oh, yeah. that, you know, it's not going to be, you know, it's going to be completely different. We might see another driver by then. But yeah. before we wrap up, I'm going to let David ask the questions. That's why it's couple of points you said if we're not going to be doing the season review um that's why a couple of most impressive driver of the season oh there's a question i mean it'd be easy to say and yes the obvious answer is max but I mean, yeah the, uh, the obvious answer would be max but for me the one that's actually impressed me is Oscar. Good choice, solid choice. Go on then. Who would you? Who's impressed you? After good shout, to me, it will be a very close call between him and Lawson. True. Getting I think dropped. for that brief spell he was in, he yeah. was solid. Getting dropped in at the deep end, I suppose. Yeah. Literally, it was like the Saturday one. It when suddenly, right, mate, you ain't car. Yeah. Now I know they go there as a backup driver with an idea it could happen, but you're still not going to be quite in that mindset. Mm. You're not going to have had that week of we're happening, we're doing this rock and roll. And but yeah, but yeah, Oscar, Oscar's a good shout. I'll give you that. And uh, somebody else impressed me as well, though, and that's been Albon this year. Yeah, well, I'll give you that. So. Actually, something I forgot to mention was just, Did you notice, by the way, the safety, the medical card jumped the start? Yes. <laughs> Glad I'm not the only one who noticed that. You saw the Aston Martin bounce forwards and stop again. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for a five second penalty for Bert Myler, Van der Maar jump start. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, he full on jumped the start. Yeah, but that's the thing. They have to go when them lights go. Well, to be honest with you, they probably do try and set off fractionally sooner because at the end of the day, that's a two-ton SUV. Yeah, but... It ain't going to accelerate like an F1 car and he needs to be somewhere nearby as they go around the first corner. Yeah, there's nearby, but not in literally going to be in one of the gearboxes. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Set off right, he'll be in front of Sergeant. <laughs> be racing him into turn one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, before um, your favourite race of the year. Uh, good question. Very good, bringing question. I know you're going to disagree, but Silverstone's been there for me. Silverstone, right. But then again, I liked Monza, but then again, I like 
Vegas wasn't too bad. But what, I'll go on then, what was your favourite race of the uh, season? Got to give Vegas a shout for what it was. And for actually kind of proving a lot of people wrong, because we thought it was going to be all spectacle and no. No go. But actually, I'm going to give it to Qatar. I think that whole weekend. <laughs> no, that's not the entire reason. I know what you're thinking now. But for Piastri getting the sprint win. Yeah. Mm. That set it up brilliantly. And then, yeah, there was what happened in the race. But a track which seemed to genuinely have and cause drivers problems, which to me, these are meant to be the best. They're the kind of races we should be having. Yeah. But, you know, overall, it's been an interesting season. And we haven't got long to wait till 2024 season. Yeah, the one good point of them now wanting to fit a race in every single weekend of a year is, yeah, we're only like under 100 days till we do it all again. I mean, we already have the 2024 season calendar we have the calendar yeah so and it begins you know so we've got like christ we're gonna we've got some work cut out for us boy next year looking at these <laughs> podcasts looking at the oh, no, looking at the listing for these podcasts no we haven't all makes it's not work because we enjoy doing it i know but you know what i mean it's like you know further march you know for example further march because we always wait. The reason why we wait the day after the race is because if there's any big... That's why we never do this the night it's after. Because, it's because we got caught out once or twice where decisions, especially races that I work for, we're both UK-based, mm. for those who don't know. And when we had races that were like really late at night for us or races that happen later, we'd end up doing a podcast and the next day they'd announce all the penalties and change the whole... Running order. Yeah. So we wait till a Monday. You get it on a Friday. We record it on a Monday. Mm. Then we know generally by then everything's come out. Yeah. We can, we're can. we not working on, well, we think this. We're not working on a provisional result. No. Because that doesn't feel right to us. So it's a case of, we're, we're hoping to change the date of the podcast release for next year. For next well, that's on the, the guy who runs the channel now. He's a bit of a wally, but he normally gets here, right? It's a discussion between me and you, obviously. I know. And it's a case of... We've just got to... We have to look at this and look at timings, because... Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And things that. like that, because... Oh, boy, next year is going to be an interesting... Uh, <laughs> season. Because you obviously you got Bahrain, Saudi, Australia, Japan, yeah. So that's two early starts back to back on a weekend. Yeah, well, it's not a back to back, but it's you know two early starts. You've got mm. China coming back, hopefully. Then you've got Miami, Italy, Monaco, Canada, Spain, Austria. Great Britain, oh, okay. Hungary, 
Belgium. Apparently, uh, sorry to just in I'm reading. Apparently, Sainz retired because he he ran hard tires the entire race. Didn't he had not made the required tire change? So he didn't. Rather than him getting DS queued, penalised and disqualified for running the wrong tires. All oh, right. Interesting. Now, unfortunately, yeah. the pit stop summary doesn't actually tell me on here what um, tyres they went on to and stuff like that. So I, I think he did that... hard, hard. <clears throat> so, yeah, so that, I'm sorry to jump back there. I was literally reading mm. something and that came up. Then you've got Hungary, summer break. Uh, Hungary, Belgium, summer break. Netherlands, Italy, Azerbaijan, Singapore. Then you've got Austin, so you got Quarter, Mexico, Brazil, Vegas again. Yeah. Vegas, Qatar, Abu Dhabi. Mm. On December the 8th. I know. Really That's December. a hell of a season. That is going to be yeah. a lot of strain on the teams. I don't say too much, honestly. I, I know I'm probably controversial when I say that, but I don't think it's too much. That's going to be a, you know, they thought, the drivers thought this season was bad. Next season's, next season's going to be interesting. I'd cut it down to, tw I'd limit it to 20 races if it was me. 22. Well, I shouldn't argue, we're getting more racing, which is never a bad thing. We're getting more, more racing, but it's going to be as what it is. So, yeah, we're going to end... Can this... I just have one okay. absolute final point I just want to quickly say? Go. Say what you like this season. It's all been worth it for one simple thing. That Conor Moore karaoke video is bloody amazing. <laughs> I was about to bring that up in the next thing we do. Oh, were you right? Yeah. I'm just, I, I, whatever you think of this season, this season was entirely worth it for that video. <laughs> You've not seen it, by the way. Yeah, I have. Throw, throw, I mean, for the people watching, throw a link in the comments on YouTube, if you remember. Oh, I will do, in the because description. Because it's well worth a watch, and it is absolutely, it's one of the funniest. I haven't cried laughing for quite a long time. Spice but Boys. the first time I saw that. <laughs> well, I, I saw it this morning at, like, 3am, but I was going to send it, but then I thought, no, I'll send it tomorrow. Had I not already... No, you I didn't. shared it publicly. I shared it on my main page. Yeah, it's been a bit... Facebook's been a bit weird in terms of showing stuff. But yeah, anyways, we'll... Uh, I'm going to... We're, we're going to end this one here. For now. And we shall be back again in March of next year. Yep. So until then, guys, obviously, thank you for listening, wherever you've been oh, well. listening. Obviously, thank you to David for being here this season with, alongside me. It's an honour. It's been good. It's been so good. So long, everyone. Thank you for your time. So until then, guys, goodbye for now. Good night.